What is up, Braves country? Welcome to the Braves Craze podcast. It's Sunday evening, May 22nd, 2022. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and the show. Uh, I appreciate what you all do for the show. And if you can, again, if you can, please give me a follow on your favorite podcasting platform, on your favorite uh, network, whatever it may be for this podcast. Shoot me a review if you can. Uh, and if you have any questions for the show or want to be mentioned on air, uh, please send those to Twitter at Dr. Braze. I would love to have some questions and talk about your tweets on the air on this show. Uh, so, I mentioned it Sunday night. The Braves just lost game three of a three-game set with the Marlins. Had a great chance to win uh, this weekend to sweep their first series. Uh, they did win the series two games to one on the road, but they had a great chance to win all three, dropping a 4-3 lead or score today to the Marlins. Uh, made a comeback in the ninth, but a little too late. Uh, Sandy Allen Katra pitched a complete game. Was great for Miami the entire game. Uh, very difficult to hit. The Braves didn't have a hit for a while. Uh, Ian Anderson for the Braves looked really good also, uh, but got some bad luck. Pitched better than his line score or line was, but the Braves ended up dropping the 4-3 uh, game to the Marlins, or score to the Marlins. Uh, the Braves were 3-3 three and three this week. They continued to sort of slumber around in that mediocre to average type uh, schedule and play for the, for this team. Uh, it's time to get this team over the hump, and we're just not there yet. So going to talk about a few things uh, about this team. Uh, again, I, I, I've been a little negative about this team for the last few podcasts, but uh, it's just been tough to find a lot to talk positive about with this offense in particular. Uh, but we're going to talk about one good thing, and that's Ron Lacuna. Uh, Ron Lacuna on the offensive side has come back, and he is playing tremendous. Uh, we all know Ronald's prowess is, our, is probably our, our franchise face at this point in time. Uh, you know, the only concern I've got with Ronald right now is, is he just going too aggressive because, man, he's hitting the ball over the field. He's stealing bases. Uh, he, he's everywhere. He's making so much good stuff happen. Uh, he was great again today. Didn't get a lot of help. But, but Ronald Acuna uh, is looking to be, as we know he is, the star in the face of this franchise. Uh, he did DH all three games on the turf in Miami. Uh, I think Snit's idea here was to keep him from getting hurt. I do like the DH thing for Ronald right now uh, because he is uh, our best guy for sure out there, and we could not afford to lose him by any means. Uh, but I would protect him from that field right now for sure, like Snit did this weekend, and I hope we see more of Ronald at DH to kind of keep him from having to go out there and, and beat down that knee in some cases. <coughs> uh, you know, Ronald went out hurt last week. Uh, called it a groin strain. Uh, it scared me to death thinking he may have tweaked that knee again, but certainly that wasn't what it was, and he looks great. So Ronald is certainly the biggest bright spot on offense we can talk about. Uh, shout out to Marcel Ozuna. Uh, Marcel had a pretty good week last week for sure. Uh, tailed off a bit this week, but hit a couple home runs for us. Uh, starting to pick it up some. Uh, Marcel, like the rest of the offense, though, has been very inconsistent at this point in time in the season. And I think that's the Braves' biggest issue right now with their offense is, is, is consistency. Uh, we just don't have anybody not named Ronald Acuna being consistent with this team uh, at this point in time. So uh, I think, you know, our offense was was predicated and based last year on, on, on home run ball, on power. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if it's the dead ball this year we're talking about where we're not getting the, the long balls across the league. Uh, that may be hurting us because guys that we've counted on, like a Matt Olson like an Adam Duvall, uh, have not hit the long ball that much for us. Uh, and those two guys in particular led their leagues or were right there at the top of their league in, in home runs last season. 
So without those guys hitting the long ball, uh, it's just really been very tough at this point in time, I think, to, uh, to really score the runs that we've needed for this team. Uh, I'm going to go down the lineup a little bit and talk about some of the guys and where they stand at this point in time. Uh, it's been a struggle. Again, Acuna's been great. Uh, it's a small sample size so far, but we know Acuna is Acuna. Uh, already got eight stolen bases in a short time this year, so you got to love that. Uh, but Acuna is, is certainly someone I'm not going to mention a whole lot on the, uh, the issues list here. Let's start with Matt Olson. Uh, Matt's hitting 242, only has four homers right now. Uh, he has walked quite a bit, also struck out quite a few times as well, but Matt Olson's batted in the two-hole most of the year. Uh, I don't love that, that spot for Matt because uh, he's not very fast. Uh, he is walking and getting on base some, uh, but he, he is a guy that we need to drive in more runs, and I would drop him down the oar just a little bit at this point in time, maybe the three or the four spot for Matt. But Matt has not been great so far. Uh, you know, Matt came over here with, with the defensive uh, tag that he was the best defender in the league, and he's made some errors and not looked great at first base either. So uh, I, I, I do trust Matt. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll get going. But Matt has struggled a bit uh, so far this year, and, and the Freddie Freeman not being here uh, kind of is hurting right now because Matt has not been what we thought he would be so far. Uh, again, I don't think that is real. I think Matt is very good. Looking to pick it up some, but that is not help right now because he has not been very consistent. Uh, hitting 242 at this point in time uh, with only four homers, so Matt has struggled a bit. Ozzy Albies uh, down to 239 now. Uh, I think he's got six homers at this point in time, uh, but he has not been on base. He has six homers, uh, about three steals, I believe, for Ozzy is where he's at at this point in time as well. Um, and look at the strikeout totals for Ozzy. He's only struck out 29 times with 11 walks. That's not too bad for Ozzy at this point in time where he's at. Uh, Dansby Swanson I want to talk about. Uh, Dansby's been great with the glove. Uh, hard to even describe how good he's been catching the baseball, making plays. He's made play after play after play. Uh, his bat has started to, started to come around, uh, but he has really struggled this year, uh, hitting about 229, low 200 average or so. And Dansby struck out a ton so far this season with the Braves. Uh, don't have those numbers up yet. I'm trying to get those uh, in a timely manner here. But Dansby has not been consistent. Uh, he is in a contract year. So it's interesting to see what happens with Dansby. But Dansby's got to get his bat going a little bit, I think, to help this team out uh, and be able to win some more ball games. And, and you know, with, with the average and the bat for sure. He's done plenty in the field, no question. No complaints there from Dansby Swanson. Marcelo Zuna, now only at 225 with the recent little hot streak he's been on. Does have eight homers at this point, but uh, Marcelo has been very inconsistent for this team. Uh, up and down, streaky for sure. Uh, Marcelo has struck out 36 times, only walked nine times. That's not great. Uh, uh, Marcelo's been playing a lot of outfield with Ronald in, in, on the D8 spot, so Marcelo, as we know, is not a great defender. Uh, he, his arm is pretty much gone out there, and he's got limited range. So he's been out in left field, but Marcel has been pretty good lately. So hoping he stays hot and stays, uh, you know, one of the guys we can count on. Uh, my guy, Austin Riley, has been atrocious of late. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but his last few games, he's hitting uh, over, just, just under a buck 50. Uh, for the year now at 224, has eight homers, which is pretty good. I think that's tied for the team lead with Marcel. Uh, but he has not been good uh, the last couple of weeks for sure. Uh, Austin's got 15 walks and 45 Ks, which is too many for sure. So 
Uh, I believe in Austin Riley. I think he's a good hitter. I think he'll he'll get it figured out. Uh, but he has struggled mightily of late as well. Uh, and then Adam Duvall, another favorite of mine, just got over 200 this week, uh, I believe, in the, in, the, in the Marlins series. So Adam is not a guy that is a consistent hitter. He, he, we, we knew this coming in. He is a big, big swing power guy, uh, a guy that hits the big home run, and, and is a pretty clutch guy with the plate as well. But Duvall has struggled. Uh, he has struck out 49 times with 11 walks, so that's not good at all. Uh, either for Adam. So, you know, that's got to change as well, get him going a little better with the bat. Adam's a great defensive player. Uh, he's playing center field right now. So you kind of lo- live with him out there uh, with his bat. But certainly he is a guy that needs to hit a little better than he has. And last year, Adam had almost 40 homers. Uh, he's sitting on two right now. So Adam Duvall's got to hit the ball out of the park to be successful, I think. And right now he is not doing that. Back to Olsen, uh, he does have 29 walks as opposed to 39K, so that's pretty good. His on-base percentage is pretty high uh, in that sense. So uh, Matt Olsen does have that going, and that may be one of the reasons to bat him in that two-hole for the on-base percentage uh, with that. So as far as RBIs for the Braves, uh, it, it was told a few days ago the leader was Dansby Swanson. Uh, I think Marcelo Zuna has overtaken him now with 20, but you got a guy, Dansby, batting – Near the bottom of the order most of the year with, with 19 runs by the end, which is second on the team. Uh, Raleigh with 18, Albies with 17. Matt Olson with just 15 RBIs uh, at this point in time for the Braves and what they're doing. So, uh, Also of note, Travis Demerit, who, who I'm a big fan of and liked what he did when he came up here, has fallen off a cliff. Uh, he hasn't had a hit. I, I believe he's almost over his last 30 now. Looks lost. Uh, had a really bad play the day in the outfield where he thought there were three outs and only two. Didn't cost the Braves a run. Uh, it may have cost a, a base where someone t- uh, tagged up and went into extra base, but Travis Demerit was not uh, on top of his game with that, and, and he's a guy that, that I do like his skill set, but consistency really is a problem right now for this whole team, and Demerit falls in that category uh, certainly as well. Uh, of note, Travis Darno has been pretty good this year at, at the catcher slot. Uh, he's hitting about 270 or so, a uh, list of 271 coming in with four homers and 17 driven in. Uh, he, he has played pretty well and, and done a nice job for this team, handled the pitching pitching staff really well. Uh, Travis's strikeout to walk rate is uh, 17, I'm sorry, three walks to 27 K. So he's not walking much, but the K's are manageable at this point in time with 27 strikeouts. And then I would be remiss to not talk about William Contreras. William Contreras is forcing the Braves' hand right now in a good way. Uh, this guy is hitting every time he plays. He's doing a great job handling the staff for a young kid as well. Contreras has six home runs already and ten games for this team. And at this point in time, to, de- to date, William Contreras is the best hitter on this roster, not named Ron Lacuna, as I said, to date. I'm not suggesting he's a better player overall than a Austin Raleigh or an Ozzie Albies or Matt Olson, but right now – he is outperforming everyone but Ron Lacuna. So I know he's our second catcher. I know it's hard to play your second catcher out there with your first catcher in the game and you use him as a pinch hitter or a DH. You kind of may have a problem there. But it's time to find a way to get William bats. It really is. Uh, with, with the other outfield spot and Demerit struggling so mightily and the DH being uh, Acuna now, I think we've got to find a way to get Contreras in the game. Uh, I do realize you can't always play your second catcher at the, at the D8 spot or in the outfield because you kind of 
risk the, 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 uh, the spot of your catcher getting hurt or need another catcher. But, you know, I, I think our bench is a big problem as well in general. And if we had some more bench guys and maybe a third catcher, which would have been Pena, and now he's out for the year, we've got to find a way to address that. But I think Contreras' bat has got to be on the field. He's got to play. And I think it's pretty obvious right now that he helps us so many times. Uh, that, that opposite field power the kids the kid is doing is just incredible. You know, last night in the game where he hit two more home runs, uh, he, he, he worked the count, got ahead in the count so many times, and then just took a pitch and smoked it twice uh, to right center field for the home run each time. So, you know, love what he's doing. Uh, he, he is ready to be a big league catcher now. Uh, Darno has been very good, so I certainly don't want to just bench Darno by any means. Uh, those two guys, that's a positive problem here. But with the DH, we got to find a way to get another catcher to come in here and back up and get Contreras just batting that lineup consistently at this point in time. And I think that's something I'd love to see. Uh, also, with, with the outfield slots and the bench slots with Demerit uh, and Guillermo Heredia, I think you've got two guys here on this roster that are taking the kind of the same sort of spot to be a defender with some speed, but they can't hit. And Demerit showed flashes of hitting, obviously. I do like Demerit. I'm not turning on him. But you can't carry Demerit and uh, Heredia on the same team with the same type skill set. I know everybody loves Heredia and his energy, but uh, at this point in time, I wonder, is it not time to try Drew Waters with this team to bring him up here and see what he can do, give him a look, and, and hopefully he comes over here and, 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 and takes a spot and stays. And then that creates a problem when we do get uh, Eddie Rosario back, which he's still a few weeks away, I think, for Eddie. But, you know, I think, I think uh, a Drew Waters is a guy that's got more upside than a Demerit or a, certainly a Heredia does, and it might be a nice thing to look at those guys or look at look at Waters pretty soon here while Eddie Rosario is out. At this point in time, it really couldn't hurt because we're not getting much more outfield at all. Uh, and, you know, I, I do love Duvall, but Adam's got to hit the ball out of the ballpark, and he's not doing that right now. Uh, like I said, he's a good defender, and I love Adam, what he, what he brings to this team. But the whole dead ball thing, I think, right now is really a problem in this league and the Brazier team that needs to hit the long ball to succeed. Okay, so moving on, I want to talk about the pitching staff now, uh, which has been great. You know, they, they've done a great job uh, the last few weeks. Starters and relievers alike have been very, very good for sure. And, and I want to mention what they're doing. Back to Demerit real quick before I leave that topic. Demerit has struck out 30 times with only six walks and 83 at-bats this season. So that's way too much on um, the strikeout side for Travis Demerit. So back to the pitching staff. Uh, you know, Anderson today, he's been the most shaky starter, but he's still been pretty darn good. Uh, Kyle Wright, Max Freed, and Charlie Morton are, are lights out. Charlie's gotten his game back going and figured out, so you've got to love what he's doing. And then i got to talk about my boy Tucker Davidson. I've been riding the Tucker Davidson train for about two years now. He needed to get a spot. He needed to be up here. Uh, you know, he, he made the team out of spring training, as I've mentioned. Uh, got sent out because he had to pitch a, a relief mop-up game where I did not like the way Snit did that. But regardless, Demer, uh, Davidson went down, paid his dues, pitched well at AAA, came back and pitched a lights-out game earlier this week, five innings, uh, three Ks, no runs, got his first major league win to Tucker. Uh, and Tucker's now set to have his second start tomorrow night at home in front of the the, uh, the Truist Park home crowd against the Philadelphia Phillies. So a uh, huge game for Tucker coming up with the Braves here next week, tomorrow. Uh, can't wait to see him pitch again. Uh, I do think he's the real deal. 
Uh, he's a guy that can hit mid to high 90s. He doesn't always throw that hard, but he can. But his command out there is tremendous. You know, he, he's, a, he's a good game manager. He doesn't pitch or throw a lot of pitches. Uh, pitches to contact a good bit. He's, he knows how to pitch, and I think he is doing just that. So I think Tucker is a guy that I look to keep that, that fifth starting slot this season. And if a couple more good outings, and I believe he's going to be there. I just hope we don't get jumpy and, and want to bring up some other guys at this point uh, in that fifth row because we tend to send folks back and forth up and down to AAA on that fifth slot. And I think Tucker's a guy that if he pitches a good couple more times, we should leave him alone there for most of the season, barring injury uh, coming up. So, uh, you know, again, I mentioned the other starters. They've been great. Uh, Anderson's up and down a little bit, but he's still been really good across the board. Uh, you know, Freed, Wright had another good outing again this week. Uh, after after one bad outing, college bounced back and, and, and did a great job. He didn't have his best stuff this week, but found a way to, to stay in that ball game and, and looked really good doing it. Uh, the bullpen, been pretty darn good as well. Uh, Spencer Strider still coming in, throwing gas. Uh, he was not quite as good this week, but still pitched pretty darn well. Uh, man, he just comes in here and throws easy gas. Uh, 100, 101, 99, 98 the entire time. you got to figure Spencer's going to get a start at some point in time, but right now, no need to fool with the kid. Let him keep coming in and doing what he's doing, making this bullpen uh, better. And it gives us options for a long guy. I say long. He may eat a, eat a couple innings at a time if he comes in the middle of the game, and uh, he stays in the, in the game when usually it's, the game is closer, we're ahead, but he gives us a, a guy that goes multiple innings that we use in, in the game that's great. Uh, also, Kenley Jansen uh, had a couple of rough outings this week, managed to save a game even with a rough outing. Uh, he blew a save early in the week and we ended up losing the game with the Brewers. Uh, Jansen's been good still, though. I like what he's doing. Uh, Will Smith got a save, looked really good this week as well. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's been nice. A.J. Minter been also very, very good. McHugh's come in and pitched. I mean, our bullpen and staff, man, you can't really say a lot about the pitching staff except it's pitching great. We're pitching great there. That's not been the problem at all, and I think if we get even similar production with this pitching the rest of the season, we're going to be in good shape with that staff. But uh, the hitters have got to do something different, man. We're really struggling there, uh, batting, and it's just one of those things where I think it's consistency. Uh, you're seeing guys that were steady, consistent last year not be right now. Uh, you know, I'll pick on, as I said, my guy, Austin Riley. Uh, he's just not been the same guy. Had a great start this year, but he is so up and down right now. Hits a, has a big hit, but he's just – you can tell he's just a little off, and I think he'll get that worked out. But he was so steady last year. I think Matt Olson's going to pick it up and be better uh, as well as the rest of this team. But, again, uh, the lineup itself I still don't love. Uh, Acuna first, Olson second. We're flipping around Riley, Ozuna, some of those guys in the two, in the three, four, five spots now. Uh, but I, I really like Ozzy a bit higher in the lineup. Uh, you know, someone more hitting at Warren Ozzy, I would say, put him in there. But you know, at this point in time, uh, other than Acuna and Contreras when he plays, none of those guys in that two, three, four, five spot have been consistent enough to really maintain those slots. You know, dropping Riley down might take some pressure off of him, uh, and I'm okay with that if he responds. But you know, I think that uh, this lineup is a mess, but I, I do think Acuna still getting out of that one slot at some point in time really makes sense to me. If you can find a guy to bat lead off and maybe put Ronald second or third, I think it gives us a chance to hit some more home runs and drive-in runs with, with people on base where Ronald's not getting those looks that much right now. But again, until other guys not named Acuna or Contreras or, or Darno start hitting, none of that really matters. So it's kind of a moot point until we 
start hitting and getting consistent. Uh, don't know what the answer is to that really at this point in time. Uh, you got to figure they're going to get better. Uh, you got to figure they're putting in reps and time in the cage. So it, it's just one of those things where when it all clicks, I think this offense is going to break out and this team's going to be really, really good. And that's when I believe this team will make the jump and get up into the, the over 500 and playoff contention pretty quick when that happens. This lineup, if you think about it, is kind of murderer's row uh, for, for the National League. And I know the Dodgers lineup's impressive and all that, but you know, we've got Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, Ozzie Albies, and Austin Riley, and Marcelo Zuna in a lineup together at this point in time. Uh, that should be enough to basically win most ball games on just RBIs and extra base hits alone. But so far, it has not happened. So I do think we break out. Uh, I do think things get better quickly for the Braves. Uh, I, I thought we were kind of seeing the breakout this week, but then they kind of fell back again uh, after uh, after the the, the the Brewer series, which looked pretty good for us. So, you know, we will see what happens going forth, but I do look for this team to break out really soon. This week we got seven games. Uh, they're all at home. Four with the Phillies, three with the Marlins, all at Turner Field. I'm sorry, I can't quit saying Turner Field. All at Truist Park. Uh, all those games are 620 starts, except for Saturday with the Marlins at 310 and Sunday uh, with the Marlins at 1235. Those are all central times. So, uh, as I said, Tucker Davidson gets his second start against Zach Wheeler tomorrow, uh, followed by Max Freed on Tuesday for the Braves and Charlie Morton on Wednesday. Uh, that would leave, I believe, Kyle Wright going Thursday. And then, to be determined, Davidson may get his second start of the, of the week against the Marlins if he pitches well uh, and everything goes accordingly there. So, again, thanks for listening today. Uh, the Braves continue to kind of be mediocre uh, with the bats and, and keep that three and three week going. With those four, uh, seven home games this week with Philly and Miami, hopefully this is the week we have a five and two, six and one kind of week. Have a great week. Let's go Braves. For listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.